Hey everyone, welcome back to WRGW District Radio. This is Claire and Meg back for another week of Baggage in the Overhead Compartment. Super excited. Um, If you've never listened to our show before, you're in for a treat um, (laughs) because we're talking about just memories we have from our freshman year of college, which to us was kind of our only year of college, but- Literally our only year, however, it was- it created, it created enough memories to last a lifetime, dare I say. Painful It was amount. certainly an exciting experience. But first, I think we need to kind of pay some respects um, <laughs> to the tragedy first- took place this morning, everyone, with the death of Prince Philip. First thing I saw when I looked at my phone was Apple News saying, Prince Philip has died. At the age of 99. Yeah, I opened my phone today and I I had so many notifications about the death of Prince Philip. (laughs) He didn't even make it to 100. Come on. I know. He was so close. Um, I know he's very problematic, but he, I believe, is my favorite member of the royal family. Yeah. After watching The Crown, I feel like he's the least, like, messed up, like, one, even though he is messed up. And I honestly think he was right to send Charles to that school. (laughs) When I was watching that, my mom was like, why are they making him do it? And I was like, literally, Charles is a baby. Build the house. Go for the run. Literally, shut up. Claire, Um, you know for a fact that if you were sent somewhere there, you would sob your eyes out. I'm not a troubled boy who's about to be the king of England, first of all. Okay, but he wasn't about to be the King of England. Well, he's not going to be the King of England because Elizabeth hates him, so she's determined to outlive him. I'm convinced. (laughs) No, but for Prince Philip, while he is complicit in every awful thing that the royal family has done, if not an instigator of it, um, I think he's relatively unproblematic. I think compared to Charles and Elizabeth, he's much better. And obviously, compared to that sus pedophile, Andrew. Andrew, the, the one who um, stepped down. Yeah, because he literally was, like, on that island or whatever with, um, he was, wasn't he a part of that, like, pedophile ring? Oh, yeah, no. Wasn't he friends with, uh, wasn't he friends with Epstein? Yes, with Epstein. That's what I was starting to think of. I was like, they have a connection. Yeah, they were, like, friends. (laughs) And my favorite part of Prince Philip's life is when, I don't even know if this actually happened, but it was in The Crown, when they (laughs) were, like, realistically, I, that's my Bible, so, (laughs) when he was, like, oh, Elizabeth, let's, like, go get to know our children to see if we like them or not, and he was, like, and they both realized that they hated all their kids. And, like, I just loved that experience so much. I think he's so They hate their kids. I I just think that they don't care. They don't need to care about their children. Yeah. They literally don't need to care about them. And all their kids are so messed up. This is what inbreeding does, guys. Do not inbreed because you'll end up with Prince Charles as a kid. Claire's 2021 announcement. Do not inbreed. This is my advice for the week, everyone. Do not inbreed with your cousin. 
I would hope you would know you listeners would know this already, but but just in case you were thinking of it, just don't do it. <laughs> just Look at Prince Philip. up your cousin. <laughs> I just love Prince. Loved Prince Philip because he hated Charles, and I think Charles, uh, the Prince of England, might be the worst person ever. The Prince of Wales, but oh yeah, sorry. Wales, whatever it is, um. No, I honestly just like Philip just because I like the actor. I was really attracted to the actor in the first two seasons. Yes. <laughs> like, well, he was such two, a, he was the he was the worst two, of the first two. No, season two was easily his most problem Philip's most problematic season. However, I loved him in it. <laughs> yeah, and he got better. He matured. Here's the difference. Like he was the worst well, years to have matured as a young man but he did mature like I don't think he cheated on her any after after he was young you know like he stepped up to the plate and he I don't know he was just kind of there Philip and Elizabeth actually loved each other is that a hot take yeah I think they did too I think I think he matured Charles on the other hand was horrible and stayed horrible and in fact got worse as time went on yeah um I agree I don't really like him much at all um he has big ears but um but yeah I I gotta I used to hate him because of what he did to Diana I still do but I mean I do have to factor in how the other royal family members affected his life to make him the way he is See, I don't give him that because they did that to everyone. I know they did it to everyone, but they really did it to Charles. But also, he was so annoying. He didn't do anything. Like, she didn't do. I hate her. Camilla? Yeah, because she was fully in. She loved this other guy, her husband. Yeah, Camilla is the truest villain because she didn't even love Charles. She just led him on and ruined two people's lives. For I fun. think she did like Charles. I think but, she liked what Charles gave her. I don't think she liked him. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and now they're married. She's going to be the freaking queen. So no. Elizabeth better hold out. Absolutely not. Absolutely no. Um, yeah, so that's our... I feel like we talk about the royal family <laughs> way too often on the show. but yeah, So we'll cap it at that. Um, we're passionate. What can I say? Um, <laughs> yeah, let's dive into our freshman year and the things that went down um wait I think we should start with how we met that could be fun yeah I think our origin story as friends first of all I just want to preface this by saying I thought Meg was a Republican I started the rumor I'll admit run around a rumor that I was a Republican no she didn't actually spread a rumor but a rumor with our other two friends. I was like, I bet Meg's a Republican. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, she definitely is. And then we saw you at the Young Democrats, the GW Dems meeting. The Young Democrats. <laughs> I was thinking of high school. I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone. I'm not active in Dems, clearly. But yeah, um, we. I met uh, Claire's sweet mate last year, Maddie, on like Facebook. And we were like talking, and then we like stayed in contact. And then we just hung out one time during orientation week, and the rest is history. But yeah. I thought I was a Republican because I corrected her on the proper way to say preparatory. 
I will never forget. I think I will be demented in the old person home. Like, I literally will not remember anything. You said preparatory. It's preparatory. When, to the world, when have you ever heard the word preparatory said ever in your life? When I've have heard you heard preparatory. it preparatory? That's how everyone says it. I think maybe you're wrong. Maybe it's just your school. I don't think I'm incorrect. (laughs) Well, we had that conversation. I just remember, okay, our like RA had us do this weird activity where we had to sit in a circle and like talk about stuff. The first, like the first night of college. Are you talking about when we were sitting in the hallway in front of the elevator and we had partners and we had to say what what candy we would or what food we would pull out of our nose if we could yeah like <laughs> and my partner was this girl in rotc and i said my fun fact was that i ne- had never moved and she literally looked at me like 10 heads i was like <laughs> isn't that rare like i i'm sorry that i'm not a military brat i haven't either but i just remember seeing you and julia and loving Julia's Wisconsin accent and your Scranton accent. I don't even know what accent you have, but it was very distinct to me in my mind. Really? Everyone yeah. that. It's a, we say it's like a Scranton accent. Accent. You hear the accent. There we go. Yeah. I love it. Um, but yeah, I thought Meg was a Republican, yeah. but she's not. And then we became the best of friends and ever now, since then. Here we are. And here we are today. Um, I feel like our friendship really also strengthened second semester because Lauren and Maddie both rushed like during formal recruitment and we didn't, even though I eventually did join a sorority. You eventually did a week after, girl. <laughs> okay, well, still. So we were like, they were like rushing and we were like, hey, we were just hanging out. And we saw them in like the basement of district looking literally dead inside. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. That was so funny. We were just passing through to go to Pete's, right? Yeah. Oh. And we see like 200 sorority girls in like Their homecoming formal dresses. Wear, what was it? Yeah, like formal, like Their short formal, formal dresses. And we see our friends literally sitting in the back corner all by themselves. And they're like, oh my gosh, hello. It was very funny. And then they always had to like do sorority stuff and I like didn't. So we were always just hanging out second semester. No, I think that actually quarantine really, really strengthened it. Yeah. Quarantine shows me who your real friends are, I would say. Like Claire and I, I mean, we talk constantly now, but once quarantine hit, it was like all the time like I know so that definitely brought us closer but I agree second semester that was when we had our cuddles in the um what what, my room yeah your room and my roommate would be sitting there like uncomfortable (laughs) and I'm like I would be like oh can I come over (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then we would just all be sitting there together you know I'm trying to think what what I need a memory to start with specifically I can't think of one you go first a specific memory from my freshman year of college mm-hmm. oh gosh well now that I'm put on the spot I like, can't think of anything either um 
I really remember my anthropology professor second semester and my that <laughs> class, which was so funny. We had this like very nice, kind man. I don't think we did anything in that class. Um, but that Lauren and I were where you had to fill out that mental health questionnaire at the end or like for your aunt like for quarantine yes, our final project was filling out a mental health questionnaire and it was like I was like our professor must be so concerned by these results because like everyone said they were literally at rock bottom mm-hmm. yeah and that was it sorry Devin um but that was the class that I thought that Lauren was gonna die in because of her excedrin overdose yeah that was that was an interesting time to say the least yeah so she was like oh my we we were sitting in class let me paint the scene this is like a giant lecture hall right we're sitting in like the back row um in the middle these two people sitting in front of us are like Elliot tryhard types um Laura's talking about how sick she feels like deathly ill like that was so bad the poor thing the migraines on the vex (laughs) about to collapse type beat not like the flu and so I'm like oh well you've been taking your excedrin right and we she googles it and you're supposed to take two excedrin every 12 hours and she took two excedrin every two hours and she was like genuinely if she had taken one more she would have died and I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to have to get her stomach pumped. That was so bad. And we were like whispering, talking about it. And the people in front of us turn around and they're like, shh. And I was like, girl, literally, if you can open your ears to what we're saying, like my friend is about <laughs> to die. Listening. Um, so then we had to leave the class sprint to the colonial health center i was literally felt like a mom taking her kid to the doctor mm-hmm. so i was just sitting in there like this literally yeah. just cool as a cucumber and she goes back there and like they literally called poison control and we're like is she gonna make it through the night but she lived she lived to tell the tale she lived to see many other days and i <laughs> This is going to make me sound like the worst, but I really think that if she had, like, died in her sleep, it would have been, like, several days before me and Maddie, like, said anything or noticed it. I would have noticed before you two did. Well, because I, she had been just, like, sleeping a lot because she had her migraines. No, I so know. So we would have just seen her laying in the bed and been like, oh, I guess she's sleeping. Oh, <laughs> well, but, but I guess she's just having another nap. I know it it that's what would have happened but she lived to tell the tale and I lived to tell the tale as well it's so funny it's that first semester illness when I got sick first semester oh my god first semester the first time I had I just had this awful cough from god knows where in those dorms but um I would not stop and I went to the health center as if thinking they would actually help me, be able to help me, when they just prescribed me a bunch of random medication. Um, and yes! I was, <laughs> so one of those things was cough syrup. Okay, and cough syrup makes you tired. But I was in the middle of midterms. Like, I had exam after exam that week. And I was pop- I was doing shots of cough syrup every, like, two hours literally every two hours so one night I was sitting in the library 
and like my pupils were massive I went to statistics class and my friend goes are you high right now like your pupils are massive and I'm like yes I'm currently high on cough syrup I remember that so distinctly and I was trying to read like an article for my psychology class. And I said, I've told this story so many times, but it it was like the laptop and like the words were moving farther away from me. And I was like moving backwards, but I was obviously stationary. And then I fell asleep at the table. So yeah, I, you were just in a haze and you kind of like disappeared for like a few days during that experience. Yeah, it was. And I was waking up at like 7 a.m. It was not ideal. And then I had a Frisbee tournament. <laughs> yeah. See, Maggie, I just remember to come. Like, yeah, they're like, why are you here? Go to bed. I was coughing. Every time I coughed, I was like, had to... I would like walk away because I had a massive coughing fit after running around the field all day. Oh my god. I was like, Meg, like you don't have to walk away when you're coughing. I'm like, no, this is literally the plague. Okay. She was social distancing before it was cool, y'all. Exactly. Um, when speaking of disappearing, I just remember like from freshman year, like you always being in the library, literally always being in the library from dusk till dawn. <laughs> Dusk. From dawn till dusk, and then past that, and I was just never there. Literally, I did no work, like none at. All. I was never doing work. No, and- you'd be in the basement sometimes. Oh, I miss Gelman basement. That was where the yeah. men's made. <laughs> I would be in the basement sometimes, but I don't think I was ever really productive down there. I was just there. <laughs> so- no, I. Would- you guys would come to the library and go to the basement. I'd be in my fourth floor as per usual. Um, I miss that quiet study room. It was my safe space. And I just go down and talk to you guys for like two hours. I know. No work was ever done in Club G. Um, but I just remember like you and Lauren would be there until like three in the morning yeah Lauren would be there too but I don't she wouldn't she usually wouldn't be there as long as me unless it were like she had like a big midterm or project and then me and Maddie would be like good night <laughs> at like 10 p.m and we would go home and just go to bed I miss Maddie's memory foam mattress oh my god yeah her bed was so comfortable was but so comfy. I was just very much a do no work and see how how life takes me type and you were a grinder no I was I had I just have this issue where if I'm not doing work I feel like I'm wasting time Uh, oh yeah so usually I just always post up in the library um to force myself to do work but now it's like I'm sitting home all the time I just have no motivation to do that work but I feel like I'm wasting time it's a weird paradox <laughs> you need to we need this pandemic to end so that Meg can go back to Galman Library. I li- genuinely just need to be placed back in the fourth floor. All the problems I need, in the I world need to be my fourth floor crush. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. The library crush. I had a crush on this boy who would always be in the library, same time as me, all the time. Oh so we know he's studious. You know he's studious. I know. I literally know his major just from observing. <laughs> but 
Just from staring him what, down. What kind of genetics? What else would he be? Oh, oh my gosh. No. Oh, sorry, I'm very tired this morning. Yeah, I'm tired as well. Um, my freshman year crush. Who did I have a crush? Who did I? Who was I, I crushing? Didn't you had crushes? You no, just yes, had... I did. Oh, yes. <laughs> the man in my writing class. I. Oh my gosh, I get emotional thinking about it. I, there was this guy in my UW class first semester, and I literally have been in love with him ever since. Um, so we were taking this class on um, political satire in movies, mm -hmm. and everything he said, he just had the largest brain. That's also where I met my king, Satchel Chef, one of my favorite <laughs> on earth. We, that's where we became friends. So one time I would I sat with him on the the guy I'm in love with on the Vex and we talked about like music and stuff like that. And one time I was like, oh my gosh, the new Twin Peaks album is coming out like tomorrow to my friend in the class. And I whispered it like quietly for me at least. And <laughs> I'm leaving the class. Okay, so it's in like the basement of a building on the Vern and you have to like walk up like two flights of stairs to get out. Mm -hmm. So I leave, I'm all cool and stuff. Miss Mysterious, like, you know, so <laughs> not like other girls. Yeah, I'm just like, I like tried to seem so cool because I was in love with this man. So I'm walking up the stairs. The man I'm in love with runs, like sprints after me, taps me on the shoulder. And he's like, yo, I heard you mention Twin Peaks. Like, I love that band. Like, oh my God. And his like beautiful voice. He was and, waiting for an in. And we talked about it, like, the whole, the walk to the Vax. We were waiting for the Vax. Like, we got on the Vax. We were talking about it. <laughs> and then one time I saw him at a party, and we talked for, like, 20 minutes about his, like, crisis of what to major in. And I was literally like, this is, like, this Blown. is. This is it. And still, sometimes we reply to each other's Instagram stories. So... <laughs> I'm so convinced that it's this a slow man, burn. It's a slow burn. It's a comically slow burn. You're <laughs> above us. So next year, if it doesn't happen, it's over for me. So I really got to put the pedal. Press Once the we're gas. back on campus, there is no holding back. Full force. Yeah. Let's go. He, oh my gosh, that was like the like the marker of my first year of school was being obsessed with that guy. Yeah. I'm, I miss having crushes. I don't have a crush right now and it's kind of annoying. I know. I There's no one to crush on. There's no one. Simply. <laughs> there's no options. No, it's like, like you see, like I know I mentioned this once in a prior show but just like seeing people on campus I miss seeing my crushes on campus it's I like know I, I need to see this man in the flash yeah I'm going to campus tonight for well not really to campus I'm going That's to so my friend's apartment and she kind of lives near campus but I have to go to Foggy Bottom. So I'm like, maybe I'll see one of them walking on the street. I'm gonna try and look mysterious. Oh my gosh, yeah. Have you thought about what you're gonna wear yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. I can't think That's about it. Or else I'll have a panic attack. Um, 
Speaking about what to wear, I just remember freshman year never wearing my own clothes or shoes, especially going out. We had a communal closet in our suite. Yeah, um, a little communal H&M bag. <laughs> yeah, we had a bag full of clothes that were all three of us. Like All of them were Lauren's. <laughs> well, no, because Maddie, Maddie took one of my shirts home. Maddie had a drawer. Yeah. But I did have some good stuff that was all hand-me-downs from my roommate's little sister. Let that sink in. Hand-me-downs from my roommate's little sister, who is 15, is taller than me. And I just got her hand-me-downs. But yeah, it was a beautiful arrangement. The communal bag. Um, Uh, Personally, when you mentioned going out, I would like to take freshman Meg and just like shake her and tell her to stop. <laughs> we literally were disgusting. <laughs> when I think about where we went, like when we went out, like it's not like we went anywhere that was like fun or like cool or anything. Like we literally were just disgusting. Like <laughs> I look honestly, I miss it. Like I would do it again hot take like I want to go to like a gross place have some fun but like when I think like first off when I think about the first month of school how literal fiends we were (laughs) we were literally just so embarrassing like like, I mean I guess it's the whole point of freshman year like you have to be embarrassing um, I know you're only gonna get one so you may as well make it fun I'm just thinking of those grimy 18 plus clubs <laughs> I know an eight I never in my life want to step foot in an 18 plus club again you know what's funny though people yeah. from my high school when they turn when they turn 21 go to ultra bar like genuinely I am not going to ultra bar for my 21st birthday isn't that the worst thing you've ever heard like this and the they only all like in that club are weird like 40 year olds and college kids under the age literally freshmen yeah so that's just some food for thought people from my school think that ultra bar is the peak of entertainment i mean um, once you get up to the third floor it's kind of fun but <laughs> I never had an enjoy, never in my life did I have a fun experience there. Not once. I think I've had a fun experience there. A few. I remember, I just remember <laughs> talking about my trauma, my trauma and my mental illness with Maddie and Lauren on the floors of Ultra Bar. Where was I? I don't think you went with us. Like we would literally go literally every week for a period of time. We were like, what should we do? And Lauren would be like, let's go to Ultra. (laughs) And we would put the clothes on and hit the road. My finest memory. I have two fond memories of Ultra Bar. So the first one is stealing their VIP rope. Um, Oh my God, yes. That was the beginning of my stealing phase. Um, (laughs) I, there was just like this VIP rope just sitting there and I took it put it around my waist and walked out I also tried to take a guy's cowboy hat and I almost did it I almost succeeded and he was so bad and he saw me in the crowd and took it off me and said that is mine give it back 
It was a nice cowboy hat too. Like it was Did heavy. You a, didn't you take a selfie with him also? Oh, I did take a selfie with that man. That was funny. Oh my god. I just that I same night. Have... No, no. Yeah. Wait. That same night or a different night. I'm not quite sure. I was with Maddie and Lauren and we were walking back. And you know how much I love a self-timer. For those who don't know, I'm a big fan of a self-timer. Screw a selfie. No. Self-timer all the way. So I was going to take a self-timer in front of the White House. And so I put my phone down on the barricade. Mind you, it's like 12 a.m. or something like that. Maybe later than that or earlier. I don't even know. But um, the Secret Service at the White House scream, hey, start yelling at me, thinking I planted some bomb in front of the White House. Yeah, I'm this girl in black skinny jeans. I get sniped. <laughs> it's a crop top. And you think I'm going to plant a bomb? And I put my hands up, literally <laughs> put them up. And I'm like, I'm just going to take a picture. And then I grabbed my phone, ran away, and then took the self-timer at a different location. <laughs> so funny. Okay, wait, were you, did you come out with us the, like, the first night of college when we went out with the entire floor? No, see, I wasn't friends with our floor. I wasn't. That was the most embarrassing. Julie and I were not conducted in that because we didn't go to any orientation things. That was the worst slash most corny night of my life. And I set the worst like reputation for myself. Okay, so. I'm awful reputation. <laughs> I was very sheltered and innocent growing up. Like I literally was not like I did not have fun in high school. I was busy grinding. Just kidding. I was just lame and weird as we've discussed. So I go to, we go to um, someone on our floor's room and Maddie's like, oh, do you want to drink this? I'm like, no, thanks. Cause I was too embarrassed to admit that like I had never done that before. And I knew I was going to like make a face cause mm-hmm. we all know me and alcohol do not mix. Um, so I was like, no, thank you. So I was literally stone, like fully sober. And Maddie and Lauren both thought I was like this lame freak. And we no, they didn't. Yes, they did. They were like, we were so nervous when you said no. And I was like, I'm sorry. Um, so then we literally, the entire floor is there. This couple- Minus Julia and me. <laughs> Minus Julia and Meg. This soon-to-be couple on our floor is hooking up in the bathroom. Everyone else is, like, literally, it's like we were zoo animals released from cages. Like, everyone was like, <laughs> like, where do we go? Where do we go? And they're like, let's go to this club called Ultra Bar. We, we leave. It's literally a pack of 20 people, 20 people deep. We go, we stop at the White House. And we asked this elderly woman to take a picture of our whole floor. It is so gross. I'm wearing literally the ugliest outfit I think I've ever seen myself in. There's a phone. It was on Lauren's phone, like on the Snapchat camera of literally our entire 20 person floor. We're like, we're going to be best friends forever. Um, we go and we're like, no, we don't want to go. It's too expensive. And then we walk home and that was it. That was our night. That it was, was it. That's the tweet. It was so embarrassing. Like, I think we printed out the picture and hung it on our wall, like as a joke. 
because it was just oh my gosh our quote wall yeah but the post-it door yeah we put post-its of iconic moments and photos and quotes on our door um my favorite memories are when we like hosted people in the suite though oh my gosh our, our gatherings like fun the function the function Bern and i crafted the most beautiful and we're still it's still going 500 song long playlist if you ever need a playlist for an event look on my spotify i got you some questionable selections but that makes the playlist yeah, it's an interesting lineup to say the least. Um, it, yeah. it was it was our function, and then immediately knowing that you're gonna go down to carvings around like twelve p.m. and be in bed by one. That was the highlight. Exactly, that was the beauty. We they were short, they were quick, but fun. Yeah, at least for us. It um. We only went to the frats like twice. I feel like it was yeah. not really a thing for us because I don't know. I would just get so tired. Like, well, it not even that it wasn't even for us. I mean, you guys would go for well. You didn't go as much, but like, man, like I did not go that much. You would go more frequently, and I also, didn't like them. Sent home from COVID. I feel like because of COVID, rather. Um, yeah we would have gone more I think yeah they went more than I did I'd be like no I'm just gonna go to bed <laughs> good night that's how I that's how I feel now a friend uh, is not something I would like to be right now no, oh I would sure. love to be at one if I'm being honest but like it, the, the um Instagram about abolishing GW Greek life do you have any thoughts on that I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on it, but one of them being the post that they made about us is not, it's, that's not what happened, but that's just like a fact. I mean, they can go ahead and say that. I'm, but we talked about it the other night. I don't I mean, even know I what they said. Sucks. I think Greek life sucks. I just feel like their argument is a little like, what's the word? I don't want to get doxxed for saying anything. <laughs> I feel like if you're gonna make like statements like that, you have to like provide maybe like provide an alternative. Cause like yeah. I think that at least for girls, the reason why we join a sorority at GW is because there's like so little community at our school. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like like I didn't join one to like I don't even know like what reasons do they think I didn't join it to like get connections to become a senator or whatever they're like the pipeline from Greek life to senator I'm like that's not why I joined like that's a thing apparently according to <laughs> abolish Greek life um I wish that Panhellenic could separate itself from IFC because I feel I like the like what those meant like sororities are like inherently connected to fraternities oh yeah they weren't because I feel like it makes a power dynamic between the guys and the girls that isn't like healthy yeah. Understand um that. 
I, w- I wish that we could separate from nationals a little bit, but I also just don't think it's like that, like, I don't know. Like, I just don't think it's GW at least. Yeah, in more Southern schools and bigger schools, it's definitely more problematic. Um, At our school, like, if you want to join a sorority, like, you can. Like, there is one that will take you. You know what I mean? Like, it will take you. Yeah, like, it's not, like, a thing, like, where if you rush, you're not going to get a bid from anyone. Like, you literally just have to be yourself and, like, someone will take you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like as exclusive, I guess. And the likelihood that you're gonna end up in one you would rather, like, especially with COB, like they literally will take anyone. Like, we we want members. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that personally, like, my sorority is very like committed to, um, like changing the problematic aspects. Yeah. Um like just not our national one just our like individual one but again it's like go ahead and abolish it like I wouldn't be like heartbroken I would I wouldn't like cry but I would also just be like well what do we gain from doing this you know like what are we gonna have instead yeah you know what I mean it's like I I don't think you need a replacement I just think GW just needs to work better on actually engaging the community I just, I don't know. I feel like people are always going to want to join stuff like that. No, yeah. It's just... I also do feel bad for the guys at GW because, like, okay, IFC is, like, gross. But also, like, all of my guy friends have been, like, I have no guy friends. Like, every guy I've ever met at GW has been, like, I have no guy friends. Unless they rush and then they're, like, okay, I have, like, some guy friends. You know what I mean? Like it's, I think that's lame. Sorry. I think if you really wanted guy friends, you can make guy friends through your classes and stuff. I don't think you need a fraternity to do that. I just think it helps. I, I mean, just, it helps, but realistically, if you really want friends, you can find them. <laughs> but I just think then don't, then just don't join it. Like if you don't want to do, do it, don't do it. If you want to do it, do it. Like no one's like holding a gun to anyone's head. It was like, join, join this. And it's not like it controls the social life here. Again, like I get if like you went to like Alabama, one of my friends goes there and she's transferring because she didn't rush. And she's like, I have no friends because people are only friends with people in their sorority. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's like a problem, you know? But here it's like, I don't think that's a thing. It's just like a thing people do. No, you're right. It doesn't drive the social life like it does at um, other colleges, like bigger colleges. But I mean, it definitely has an effect on it. Like everyone knows who's in whose sorority, what's the top ones, you know what I mean? But um, I don't think they really are that important. Yeah, I just, I have a lot of thoughts on this, but I, I don't want to get doxxed or anything. I just think, like, y'all do you and I'll do me. If it gets abolished, fine. I'm, again, not going to cry about it. I just don't think it should be, but yeah, that's my thoughts on that. (laughs) Little segue. Yeah, sorry. I just had to hear. I didn't, I never asked Claire about it. I also just because I feel like it literally is so irrelevant you know like I'm in it but I'm like 
this doesn't like control any aspect of my life. Claire, you complain about it all the time. I know I complain about it, but it's like, it's not, again, it's not like it's my whole life. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I guess it's very, just like a thing people do. It's just, I don't know. Unless you choose to make it your life, it won't like become so, I guess. Yeah. And honestly, if you're a girl at GW who's struggling to make friends, like I would say, I would suggest it to people because I'm like, like you'll find friends. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I've, even without frisbee like i joined um the frisbee team for semester and i think with if i didn't have it i may have been more likely to join a sorority despite how much i dislike the institutions and stuff but um i don't i don't know actually i don't think i would do it even if i didn't you also are very good at making friends too yeah is the thing it's like i i know people and then people become my friend. Also, like, I just am speaking from, like, the girls I know who joined Kyo this year, like, literally did not, especially because of COVID, like, had no friends at GW. As, like, a freshman or as a sophomore? Yeah, as a freshman. Well, especially a different case. If they didn't like their roommates, they're like, I have nothing. I have yeah. no friends, no social life, like, and but that's, then a, that's they, a special case, I think. They get to make friends. And I think that happens to a lot of people when they come to college. Like my friends at state schools, like everywhere, everyone I know has been like, I am struggling to make friends. Um, My best friend, Marie, just joined like a service fraternity. And she was like, this is like the first time I've hung out with someone who's not my roommate in like two years. Yeah, you just have to find that club, regardless whether it's a sorority or a fraternity, you just have to find a club that you're actually passionate about and enjoy and if you don't make friends from there it'll make you more comfortable within college to reach out to other people and connect with other people yeah I don't I think mean, I just have friends because of that like genuinely what you say I think the reason why I have friends is because I'm friends with you like all <laughs> of my friends I met through you Gen- like that that is true <laughs> like Maggie and Honor I never would have met if I wasn't friends with you yeah, well, I wouldn't have met them. Well, Frisbee, but <laughs> yeah, you would have met you. You're the social butterfly, and we all just become became friends with each other because we were all friends with Meg. That's just because like, I can't. It's just because I can't balance things, so I forced my friends to be friends with each other. <laughs> yeah, and I we love you for it. Like your friend Sophia, she hung out with us that one time, and now I'm oh. like, I want to be her like bestie, like love Sophia Meg is a matchmaker in the truest sense of the word like friendship marriage pact I am the bestie matchmaker yeah where's my match first of all (laughs) I heard we were getting them on Friday it's 11 16 a.m have to do it soon right oh my gosh your your match Brandon Hill just sent us an email (laughs) oh yes so I have a conspiracy theory that so I got the initials BH. Um, they released initials on Wednesday just to like peak interest and engage more people to sign up. But it was BH. And then it clicked. The only BH I know is the <laughs> SA president, Brendan Hill. Will I be the SA first lady? Stay tuned for more. Stay tuned, y'all. 
the guy I got, um, I kind of already knew. Like, not really, but <laughs> we've been texting a little bit. I'm hoping I I kind of want to get I someone else to. Completely today. different person. <laughs> I hope so too. So then I have two matches. I already know I'm getting a bestie, and I've accepted that. Yeah, I bet I am too. My answer second it was released to the public, and they said like. Did you see that post? They were like, we're missing 1,300 straight matches. And, and it's like in order of when you signed up. So I'm like, maybe I'll get a man, maybe. No, I think we did it. We definitely did it early enough. Yeah. Because there's like 4,000 now and there were 3,000 before we even, like well after we signed up, we're fine. But, oh, I'm nervous. It's going to be so funny. I hope it's someone I already know. It's RF. <laughs> you open it up. I would literally die. I would scream. Claire, you have no idea. I would be so excited to humble this man. I feel I, like I know every straight man at GW, so whoever I get, I'm going to know them. Like, I think that I've met every single one, like, simply. Like, I, I have run into every straight man at GW, and safe to say it has never worked out. Yeah, I have a complicated past <laughs> with at least two thirds of the straight male no, population. I only went in one direction of the straight man, so. <laughs> well, see, for me, I went with like a nerd once, so that ruins all the nerds. And then I went for an athlete, so then all the athletes I can't go see, for. See, I went for the height. <laughs> yeah, Meg's gonna get a five foot six king in the marriage pact. I'm gonna be able to stomp on the my marriage pack match. I just know. I'm so excited. I forgot about that. You just made me think of it. No, I think they they have to release it like this afternoon because realistically, it's a dating thing. The, you want to give people the weekend. I they know Friday it. night. Oh maybe maybe we'll meet our matches tonight, folks. Maybe all of our listeners are out with their matches right now and they're not even listening. To maybe. I, honestly, I hope so. Hang out with your matches, all of our loyal listeners. I hope you guys are listening to the show with your match. Ooh, that would be a cute first date idea. Bicep date night. Listen to Claire and Meg talk about their college experience, their freshman college experience, which is basically their only college experience. I know. Um, I'm trying to think of like other funny things from my freshman year of college. I stole a brick. Um, most of our listeners probably know this, but... I stole a brick from the entryway of a college. I don't think it matters. Georgetown. Um, <laughs> Georgetown University police are listening. <laughs> wow, here's the story. So I've been, every time I've been on the campus, I noticed that this brick was kind of loose. So like I said earlier today, um, sometimes I get some, I get a tendency, I have a tendency to steal. Um, so just a close the brick, brought in Uber back, was talking to our dear friend Jessica and Honor. Jess was freaking out about it. it. Was like, oh my God, what if we get caught? So then I was in turn freaking out about I it. I think you were the only one freaking out. Jess and Honor were both texting. No, like- Jess was Jess was definitely freaking out because she was trying to transfer. I think like I think that's why. Jess, if you listen to this, let me know. But Jess was for sure freaking out. Honor was it not she was cool as a cucumber 
I know. Honor was, was like, can Meg calm down? Meg is a brick. Chill. But Jess was freaking out as well. Not freaking out, but she was definitely hyping me up to return it. So I called an Uber back to Georgetown, like 20 minutes after we just got back. But before I did that, we wrote our names, like our nicknames on the bottom of the brick and put it back onto Georgetown's campus. Um, the brick is still there. Later in September and saw that the brick was still there. We're like, ha, ha, ha. Eventually, someone stole it back for me. Will not be named. Irrelevant now. Um, so now I have the brick in my possession. Claire's giggling. It must not be named. Um, redacted. Um, and his friends stole it back for me. So now I have my Georgetown brick. Um, I haven't been back, but Honor said that they put a new brick down. So I have to see if it is like cemented in there like it should be or if it's loose again and I can take another one. Um, wow, what a tale. I love what that story. I, just, I made a TikTok about it, but that TikTok is now gone because I deleted every trace I had on that app. Could never be me. Um, I feel oh, like we have another one. Um, when the Nats won. Oh my God. And your, your dad was like, go out and shout in the street. Like, was no there was Literally. no on campus. I wanted to go to the stadium. You and I were like, should we just go? But we didn't. I know. And we, we were like walking through the empty streets. Like, woo. So funny. <laughs> And we saw that random man and took a picture with him. And then we went home and went to bed. Exactly. All we needed. I think that the theme of freshman year can be summed up as went home and went to bed. Because that was just the constant in our lives. That is still the theme. Yeah. That will be the theme until we die. Simply. No, I, I think that our the two of us, our night when the Nats won is a metaphor for our... <laughs> Go out expecting something and get nothing in return. And go home and go to bed. I think that next year is going to be fun. I'm manifesting. Next year, fall semester, going crazy. And then I'm manifesting. We will be traversing around some foreign country, visiting each other. Maybe we'll be in the same country if all works out for my plan. I know what you want to do. But um yeah. No, next year it's gonna be we next year I'm optimistic I'm cautiously optimistic I feel like we're gonna have a lot of good meals and good times we already have good meals though to be honest yeah I just really uh I am such a simple woman like the things I miss and like want to do are literally go to a restaurant like frequently mm-hmm go to city tap um because i only went once it was so fun i never went i wanted to go i went literally the last day before we got sent home um go to a social event (laughs) go on a date like my bar is in hell for fun things i want to experience no i was asked the question what is quote the funnest thing in DC and I genuinely couldn't come up with anything besides food <laughs> I know look going out to dinner with your friends that's like my favorite thing to do on this it's whole planet. Ha- it's like god cheer for me like I don't need 
a big party. I just need a fine meal with my friends or people I enjoy the presence of. I know. I feel like whenever I talk to my littles, I feel like a geriatric woman because they're like, yeah, we're like going to this thing or we're doing this thing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, we're having a dinner party. Like that's literally what we do whenever we hang out is have a dinner party at your place. It's always surrounding it's food every single time without yeah. a doubt. But that's the only way to do it. Like if you're going to go out that night, you have to like go out to dinner beforehand, A, because that dinner is so fun. B, you don't even have to like go out. Like I would much rather just have a good meal. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, it, like in DC, like there are so many fun things, obviously, but we haven't had the chance to really explore them because we were in our little freshman bubble last year. Yeah, I want to go to like Adams Morgan more. And exactly. Like- now because of COVID, most things are cl- most things are closed. Things are opening up, sure, but we haven't had a chance to really explore all the unique things that DC has to offer. Like for one, I want to go to a comedy show. I cannot so relate. I want to go to a comedy show. Like it's nobody's business. I just I can't relate to that at all. I want to go to improv. I want to see some improv. No, I can't relate. Y'all have fun with that. Here's the thing: me and Lauren and Julia are staying in DC this summer, and we're all gonna be vaccinated. So we've decided to just have a fun city girl summer. Yeah, so I'm jealous. By the time everyone gets back in the fall, we'll have like a huge list of good things to do. Amazing. I follow um, this one Instagram account that tells me things that goes on during DC during the week. But ooh. yeah, it's called Clock Out DC. Not a paid advertisement. <laughs> Sponsor us. Um, but yeah, we have like a minute left, so we should probably start to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um the moral of the story is our freshman year experience was disgusting in the best way <laughs> I would say that's um we are not a part of the freshman year friends are not going to stay your friends club I would like most people are like you don't really meet your real friends till sophomore year but like I am still only friends with people I was friends with my freshman year and that's where we're staying for the rest of time so for the rest of time this is it no more no more friends no new friends <laughs> no new friends 2021 till onward yeah i am we are very lucky cuz i know a lot of people struggle making friends their freshman year mm-hmm. um but we're blessed with each other and a good group yeah. so yeah that's about it that's it. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Saturday night and the rest of your weekend. Um, if you are someplace where the weather is getting nicer, like in D.C., I hope you take advantage of that because it truly is beautiful. I know. It will save your mood. Exactly. Um, thanks for listening. Tune in next week, y'all. Mm-hmm. See ya. Bye.